Arr, grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sarge Shed Podcast. If you're a patron, oh, God help you what you just had to listen to <laughs> at the beginning there. Yeah, I'm with, with a very hot carver slurping Kerry Warbis on the English Riviera in Brighton. How are you doing, Kerry? I'm good, I'm good. It is very warm here. Matthew, I know you're used to that in Portugal. We're not used to it so much here and it's absolutely divine. Blue, blue skies, cold sip of carver here. How about you? Hot here too, just trying to chill at home. Obviously, I've barricaded the windows and surrounded myself with soft furnishings to try and make my sound as good as it can possibly be. We're curr- I currently record now from the what I call the ah, crap room, which is the room where we can't find any, anywhere else to put this stuff. So just put it in there. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at now, but it's getting a bit more organised. Is it the room equivalent of one of those drawers that everyone has where it's got like loads of batteries and sort of pens and rubber bands and old takeaway menus and stuff? Yes, and it does have drawers in it. I'm recording in a unit right now that does have those... Those drawers uh-huh. in it. <laughs> You're in a unit. Are you trying to tell us something, Matthew? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a unit which, when I record which this unit podcast. Are you in? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, let's take a break and then I'll tell you. Great. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Kerry, yeah. I can't remember. Have you been married? I haven't. I've been asked a couple of times. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, p- people have wondered why Peter left the podcast. Because <laughs> I rejected his <laughs> proposal. Every week, wasn't it, Kerry? I mean, it was, some, <laughs> the amount of that I had to edit out. Jesus Christ. I'm not sure his wife realises this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Peter. Hey, you know where he's gone by his own volition? I know. Let, let's say the words, Kerry. He has got Peter by choice, has gone to Swindon. Swindon. Would you believe, after all of that protestation, he chose to go there and he told us as well, which is a big mistake. He's returned to his spiritual homeland. Yeah, I don't know why, do you? Kiss the tarmac outside the old Oasis shopping centre. So he's sort of writhing about on the floor in the middle of Swindon. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, speaking in tongues. I mean, to be honest, in Swindon, no one would notice. No, (laughs) he's in ecstasy and no one's batting an eyelid. In the precinct. The Oasis was a leisure centre, not a shopping centre. Sorry for any Swindonians there listening. Sorry, Peter and family. So, Kerry, you've been asked a few times. 
Yeah. I mean, we had a bit of wedding drama. There's been a bit of a build up to this with the fact that Jazza found out he wasn't Scottish. Yes. Isn't Jim Scottish as well? Well, I did joke about that on a, in a tweet today, you know, because I think the title of it was Jim Remembers Something. And I was like, Jim's remembered he's actually Scottish, not Jazza. There's all this chatter on the socials about mm. how Jim is displaying like early signs of Alzheimer's because he's kind of wandering and forgetting things. Yeah. One of the main pieces of evidence that someone brought up was that he completely changed his mind about the EV charging station. I was like, well, if the basis of that is a character flip flops and has a complete change of personality and says something completely different to what they said three weeks ago, then confiscate the car keys of the whole fucking village. (laughs) I know. Like, lots of people are speculating this, and I think it's based on him forgetting a couple of things. He was a bit odd in Brigadoon Room, wasn't he? When he was like, um, I can't possibly work out how to attach pictures to a wall without banging nails in. And Brad just went, oh, just take him out the frame, stick him on with tape. He's like, oh, my <laughs> God. And then Mia with the stag's head just went, why don't you just prop it on that shelf over there? And went, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And it's like, Jim, you have got a brain yourself. Surely you would work that out. And then I thought maybe he was, he'd engineered the pair of them to be there to help him because he wanted them to get together. Is that a bit of a stretch? That's a massive stretch. Oh dear. I think I was really trying to rally against the idea that he's got dementia. And also like, I forget things all the time and don't know why I'm in rooms and, you know, what I'm doing and why I'm on earth am I listening to the archers, that kind of thing. I know. I forget things all the time too. What what do you think, Peter? <laughs> Matthew, he's not here, love. He's oh, he's sorry. not here anymore. Is the Peter in the room with you right now? I don't know about you, but I was just picturing the moose from Forty Towers that keeps oh, falling yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, too much of an ask that he's got dementia. It's too easy. He's very bright. He's only. I think giving away his car. I did do a tweet about that, how generous it was of him, and I hope he can remember that that's what he did <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow he's called Har- on Sunday's episode. Harrison, someone's stolen my ride. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then we know we're fucked. Yeah, and then like, or alternatively, with the car, I did think you know there was a bit big scene about oh my god. It- He's lending us the car. No, 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 no. I'm giving it to you. I've given it a lot of thought. And then I thought they'd just like jump into it and smash into a dry stone wall <laughs> straight away in front of Jim. I thought it would just cut to footage of them on the motorway driving really slowly with a massive tailback with all these people <laughs> like, ee, ee, ee. <laughs> I don't actually know what a Riley looks like. Is it tiny? One of those classic, very curvy cars, you know. Oh. Sounds it's nice. a lovely looking car. I think you can pick them up for about 20 grand. Is it one of those? Is it a sports car where there's just two seats and then you put one suitcase in the back or something? It's not two seats because Alice gave birth in the back. Ah, yes. Why didn't she call the baby Riley? Baba O'Reilly. A lovely name. This week, I felt that there were more questions than answers. That's a song, isn't it? Did they do a song this week? dropped in i didn't notice they did do a movie Mm. well there was lots of movie talk wasn't there with mia and brad well they they bonded over his talking heads t-shirt 
and then they tried to figure out a way that they could watch Stop Making Sense. So they got that in. Funnily enough, Stop Making Sense is what it says above the door of the Archer scriptwriter's room. Start making sense, you should say. Please. Yeah, I thought about calling our episode that. (laughs) Well, there are more questions than answers. Can I ask you, quick fire, some of the questions that sprang to my mind listening this week? Okay, one second. And, And you've got to answer really fast. Okay, go. Are bagpipes Scottish? I know they belong to many cultures. Exactly. What did Ed do as joint best man? Uh, surprisingly enough, not much. I thought they would have got him in charge of getting the drugs in. I can't believe they left that to Jim. Because <laughs> at one point Jim said, yeah. Jolene's worried about the amount of gear we've got. I know. Yeah, she's worried it's not enough. Probably. Where was Chelsea? She was at that new egg and pastry eatery, Quiches. (laughs) But through the whole wedding stuff, she never appeared, did she? No, she's appearing in the mousetrap in the West End. Ah, that's where she's okay. Can a man and a woman be just friends? I'm going to say yes. You'd hope, wouldn't you? Is it only if one of them's gay and one of them isn't? No, no, of course not. (laughs) <laughs> because it was a question, wasn't it? Or a point that was made by Mia. Yeah. Can, can certain men and certain women be friends? No. <laughs> um, are saucepans a good gift? Absolutely. I thought they were a stunning gift. When Susan said they were boring, I almost mm. uh, kicked down an entire display of bananas in a supermarket. <laughs> but she then said, oh, look at the state of these pans. They really need replacing, didn't she? Yeah, a bit, later. A bit chewy, wasn't it? Uh, where are they going on their honeymoon? The Outer Hebrides. Is that real? No, not yeah. the Outer Hebrides. <laughs> I think that's real, that place. It is real. It? Is that where they're going? I don't know. They're going up north. They're going north ah. of England. Are they? How do you know yeah. that? When was that said? Unless it was telepathically communicated to me, I'm sure they're going to Scotland. Okay. I did not catch that at all. I've listened to it three times. I didn't notice. Uh, And what is the nature of your concern? The nature of my concern is I seem to be spending an inordinate amount of time listening to insane soap opera that (laughs) doesn't seem to be going anywhere. (laughs) Final question. What's the difference between Scots, Scotch and Scottish? Well, Scottish is for things. Scot is for people. Scotch is for eggs. And whiskey. And whiskey, yeah. And broth, I suppose. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And mist. I th- didn't the Irish make the... the I'm probably, No, no, I'm going to get in trouble here because I'll get the facts wrong. I thought that they insisted they put scotch as the as the, the, na- the actual name of the drink because they ah. objected to it being called whiskey. And Irish... Or did the Scottish force the Irish to add an E between the K and the Y? Uh, yeah, because there are two different spellings, aren't there? I always found it's nice to have a bit of E between KY. <laughs> with some KY. Jim, he did that sort of, with the scotch, said, I think we should all have a drink, didn't he? And it was scotch. Yep. It was like, ah, 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 because of the Scottish, scotch, scots thing. Yeah, Brigadoon, did you like the choice of people that he wanted to have stuck on the wall? <laughs> well, I thought actually what was disturbing Jim was just how bloody... He wanted because he wanted to hang Rod Stewart, Kenny Dalglish, and Charlene Spateri. It so wasn't that's a bit much, isn't it? Stewart was it? But can you imagine that Brigadoon room? It was like tartan streamers, a stag's head on a shelf. 
Yeah. Kenny Dalglish, Robert Burns, Charlene Spiteri, possibly Rod Stewart. All of them being hung. Hung everywhere. Very odd kind of a do that, isn't it? And Tracy, no influence over what anything's going to look like or what they're eating. Or It sounds a little bit like a pub that you'd walk into Glasgow, look around and be like, I think we have to get out of here, otherwise we're dead. <laughs> What did you think about the fact that they're not actually married? I was at a wedding. The people that were bringing the rings were late and it got to the point where the registry office literally said, like, you've got five minutes. And I said, if I go over to Spa and buy some toy rings, can they get married? And then the bride started crying. (laughs) (laughs) Or some hula hoops or something. Yeah, anything. Yeah, the woman said, yeah, absolutely. And uh, luckily, these people showed up just Mm. in time. Which does show how ridiculous the whole thing is, that you have to put a circle thing on your finger. And then that's okay. But I don't have a ring. Does does your missus? Nope. Ah, neither of you do. Interesting. Yeah, I think it should be both or neither. Yeah, we're both fully aware of how good we are at losing things. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So they're not married. They were locked in the bathroom having a shag. There was an audible gasp, I thought, by Tracy when they they started snogging, didn't they? And she went, oh, as if his trousers or kilt were stirring, I thought. She might have just been feeling his cast. (laughs) If I was puerile, I'd say they missed their slot because they found their slot. That is very clever, Matthew. I did think it was quite sweet that they just thought, oh, sod it, we'll don't say anything. Carry on with the do back at the bull. No one needs to know other than the people present. And they're going to nip off and get married another time. Some people on Twitter were saying that's ridiculous. They would, the registry office or register office, I've always called it registry office, which may well be incorrect, that they would have fitted them in, that it wouldn't have, they wouldn't have not married them. Well, in the case of the wedding I was at in Ireland, aforementioned, they definitely were not. Ah, I I mean, if you want good karma, the office which was the council office where they use for marriages, everything. There'd mm. been the reading reading of a will and a family fight before we went in. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a scene out of The Sopranos. Oh, I would love to be at the reading of a will. Yeah. Which, not Although that would mean someone I know has died, wouldn't it? Which isn't great. But I mean, you know, those sorts of scenes that you have in films. Justin and Lillian aren't really married either, are they? Something similar happened with them, didn't it? Where they were going to get married, didn't get married. They've never been married, but people sort of think they are married. Yeah, they were on their way to get married on the Isle of Wight. And didn't she crash a yacht into a sea lion or something? (laughs) Was that that episode? (laughs) God knows. Well, that was when the archers went absolutely mental, wasn't it? Yeah. The Isle of Wight thing. I don't oh think they ever God. they ever recovered from lockdown and the monologues. They were like, um, yeah. uh, what what have you got, lads? It's Friday. And they were like, uh, a sea lion, Isle of Wight, yeah. <laughs> Lillian, <laughs> and some crazy old sailing friend she knows is Total Soak. And they were like, brilliant. Love it. Love your work. <laughs> it's like a lingering head injury, isn't it, somehow? It's sort of still, you can, the reverberations, we are suffering still. We also found out about Ambridge's weirdest and most unlikely uh, love triangle because Susan revealed this week that both her and Jim were into EV charging station. <laughs> oh, she wasn't happy about Jim changing his mind. But bless him, as 
people are allowed to. And he didn't want to stand in the way of democracy, did he? No, I remember when we started this podcast, I really was the Russ evangelist and you and Peter were quite resistant. And uh, yeah, I think you guys changed your mind about him as well, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, I can't remember not liking him. I've got dementia. (laughs) (laughs) Help! Mia and Brad. Mm. It's happening. She's obsessed. Well, she was a bit like that with Rory as well, though, wasn't she? I know. There are lots of little, tiny, teeny red flags for me about Mia. Oh, yeah? On the obsession front. I mean, you do get a bit like that when you're a sort of teen, don't you? Where it's like all-consuming. I hope it's not that. I hope this is actually quite nice. And it would be great if Jim had engineered the whole thing. You know, he got he changed his mind because she heckled him about the Riley and now he gives the Riley to Jazza and Tracy because he's going to buy an electric charging vehicle. And at the same time, he said, I'm going to leave you young people. And Jim just seems to spend every other hour collapsing with a glass of cold white wine. (laughs) It's pretty cool. I'm down with that, Jim. Having sort of really f***ed people off unintentionally along the way. (laughs) You know, Tracy thought the wedding was off at one point because he'd missed out the word Scottish from a text. (laughs) Oh, oh dear, that's not what I meant at all. They didn't really have much faith in Jazza this week. So Tracy thought he was wanting to call it off. Susan was like, uh, she she was keeping an eye out for her sister, basically, wasn't she? Like very protective and didn't like to think that Jazza might have lost his ardour. And we also got to hear what song that she used to sing to <laughs> Tracy to put her to bed. I thought he was going to say, what song was it? And she was like, Into the Void by Black Sabbath. No, it's like generals gathered in their masses. <laughs> well, war pigs. That would have been good for jazz. You see, see. <laughs> I used to sing um, "You Are My Sunshine" to my little ones. That's the kids. I tried to come up with a version of Scarborough Fair for Ambridge, but I didn't get past the second line. Mm. It just went. Are you going to Amberidge Fair? What fair hands did build this playground? Oh, <laughs> fuck, it was slaves. <laughs> Basically. And we're arranging the fair one week in advance. Oh, fuck, here comes Toya. Everyone get down. Even though we've known about it for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Our Christmas album will be out this year. <laughs> will you knit us 5,000 ferrets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't make sense sometimes, does it? Start Not making really, sense. No. Start making sense. I'm going to have a T-shirt with that on. Thank you very much. It's yeah, pointing at everybody else. Not me. I always make sense. Isn't there a point halfway through that gig in that movie where they've just done something completely lunatic on stage? What movie? Stop making sense. The oh, right, sorry. Concert movie <laughs> where like they just it. there's been like some complete freak out on stage, and he just comes up after the song goes. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> there's another funny bit where he goes like, "You're going to see what 18 years of dance classes does," and then he just dances like a total lunatic. <laughs> 
I saw him in Ireland um, performing live with St. Vincent and they were absolutely amazing. Ah. The choreography was fantastic. At one point, they were all shimmying in like a circle of um, of eight going around around the stage, them and the whole band in this dance troupe. And mm-hmm. St. Vincent's, Annie St. Clark, her heel broke and she just <laughs> went down on one leg and looked at the crowd and just smiled and laughed and kept going. It's what you should do, isn't it? You've got to do that. Did he? Was that the phase where he's got his massive shoulder pads? Um, I don't know. This would have been two, Electric Picnic 2012, <clears throat> this was. So they did an album together, didn't they, David Byrne and St. Vincent? I don't know. I've not, I'm not a wild fan of Talking Heads. I'm no yeah. Mia or Brad here. Yeah, okay. So you're Brad, basically, now. So you won't be joining the film club, Kerry, is what you're saying? Ah, yeah. The Who else was it they were going to watch? Kuras? Sour or something, wasn't it? I've seen one of their films. Yeah. Uh, Do you say Tarkovsky or did I imagine that? Yeah. I mean, What's it's all about that. All right, but let's not get it straight. It's not a bloody film club. It's a, a wank club, isn't it? Yes. Fingering club. Yes. <laughs> what are we watching tonight in our. Uh... <laughs> but she did say um, Velvet in July, which is a Truffaut film. From 1961. Is it? No, I just made that up. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) You want there to be a film title snuck in each week. (laughs) Yes, but she is obsessed, Matthew. You know, like when he was, when Tracy went, um, oh, there was that weird bit, wasn't there, where they it was pre-wedding that wasn't a wedding and they were kind of getting ready. Oh, no, it was even before that when Brad sort of went, "Uh, you know that money that Dad gave us? Uh, I think I might have bought something really fucking shite. (laughs) <laughs> and Trace was like, oh, what is it? I'll go and put it on. And then he he had the green suit on. She thought he looked fucking amazing. Lovely boy, you're so stunning. You're going to, all the girls are going to want you. And then he had that little, I don't know whether I'm ever going to find anyone who genuinely loves me like I love them, but maybe that's all right. And she went, well, you know, there's loads of plenty of fish in the sea, but you've got to go fishing and you've got to leave the house. They're not going to come ringing on the doorbell are they and they went bing bong mia turned up wonderful timing yeah amazing but then tracy went what do you think mia should he wear the hoodie or should he wear the green velvet suit and she went well it can't be that hoodie with the slightly torn off bit of a a stencil on it or that one that's got a little bit of blood on it or that other one that i've noticed has got two stitches slightly coming off (laughs) she's sure as hell been studying him not only from afar but from close proximity and is fully smitten she's noticing every single thing about him and if she's seen his talking heads t-shirt she's probably never been interested in them before and has then researched everything about talking heads so that she can sort of like yeah i know all their stuff i do like you do (laughs) when you're teenagers do you know what i mean yeah you don't think her talking heads knowledge would stand up to scrutiny no it's like, you know, people who buy um, Guns N' Roses t-shirts from Asda and then they don't know any of their albums, do they? Uh, maybe it'll work out. Maybe Mia and Brad will work out. But George is going to blunder in, isn't he? Can I say two words here? Hunt ball. Ah, yes. That was when they did all that silly stuff in the pockets of coats. 
was it? And blocked the roads. Yeah. Is it just the beginnings of them being a couple and nothing more will come of it? Because Oliver mm. was well pissed about the fact that the hunt ball was getting messed up. And we all know that yeah. Oliver has already taken more of a shine to George through his manipulation than Brad. Yeah. So maybe the hunt ball will be... There's no way George knows about the hunt ball, is there? He would have used it as leverage by now. So I, he, yeah, he I was know. just going to ask you, how would that rear its head again george might secretly record them on his phone and play it to oliver oh my goodness could happen oh right okay well you are very good at this so i'll wait for that to happen next week then well i I said last week that the ev charging station definitely won't happen (laughs) so i don't know how good i am at this oh yeah oh i'm sad it's happening in umbridge well and i'm sad that jim changed his mind as well yeah I'd, I'd i'd be more sad if the place existed True, yes. Can't believe I just said that. <laughs> We've got to talk about Helen now, haven't we? What did you think of her this week? Oh my God. Absolutely awful. Oh dear, oh dear. How she was talking to Henry. Right. You're not allowed to use your eyes for a week. <laughs> so it like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You haven't heard his side. And Lee was trying to say, um, well, you know, we've heard what the school have had to say, Henry, and now we want to listen to you. And Helen was like, yes, all right. All right, Lee. Yeah, she was pretty diabolical to him. Yeah. Not nice to Henry either, really. I, I like that bit where she was like, you can't just go around punching people. And he was like, that's what Lee does for a living, Mum. Yeah. And you stabbed someone, by the way. <laughs> Love. Yeah, he did stand like- up for her, didn't he? She dropped him off. She was like, okay, all right, well, you know, I'm glad we had this chat in the car because he revealed that Jack knows mm. he's known and he's been trying to protect his younger brother from all of that. Aww. And then he just said, she went, okay, go play football. And I thought the next scene was going to be like, brr, brr. what? Three players with broken legs? Two red cards? That's not possible for one player, is it? She's so awful, awful. Every every interaction, I think, your tone is so terrible. Like she was talking to Kirsty when she was like, oh my, I'm so guilty about having a little bit of time off on a work day to have a picnic lunch, really being a martyr. Wistful thing, isn't it, that people do like, oh, I shouldn't really be here. And because you're like, it's only a fucking picnic, calm down. And by the way, I've been getting knobbed by Eric all weekend and he's much hotter than Lee. Yeah, he's such a great kisser. Uh, Lee's quite good at kissing as well. And then and then she became revolted by her own sort of thoughts of kissing Lee, didn't she? Oh, God, how did we get talking about that? Was it that or, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think that. But I think it was just she was revolted at their own behind the bike sheds mentality. <laughs> but that's what you would do with a good friend, with a good girlfriend. You talk about everything, all the deets. Henry's not daft, though, is he? Because he, at one point he, he said, you know, you have to defend people. Isn't that right, Lee? <laughs> And Lee's just there like going, uh, I'm with your mum on this one. But later <laughs> yeah. there was that point where Lee went, you know, there's no handbook for this. I thought Helen was going, oh, funnily enough, uh, I've bought you a handbook. Yes, I've just written one and you've got to memorise it and follow all my instructions. And if you don't, I'll be really pissed off. Put it next to the guidebook from San Francisco. We'll go through it later when I don't want to have sex with you. Again, with Kirsty was like a bit interested in the Eric thing. I was just going... Message him now. You are going on the mini break. It's a mini break, isn't it? They kept saying mini break all the time. (laughs) What's a mini break? It's not a mini break. Yes, it is a mini break. When you hear the words mini break, do you think Bridget Jones? 
diary? I don't. No. No, I don't. don't. I didn't know what they were on about. And Because oh, Kirsty went, oh, you know, where Hugh Grant falls in the lake or something. Yeah, no idea what you're talking about, mate. Yeah, no, me neither. I haven't read it, though, and I haven't watched it. So I'm not the target audience for those hilarious jokes. A friend of mine was reading it in the late 90s and she got about a third of the way through. Mm. And I respect her opinion. And she just said, this book is absolute shite. <laughs> But was very, very popular. Gary Barlow's popular. Doesn't mean he's yeah. not absolute shite. <laughs> Helen also was ghosting Fallon wildly. Oh my gosh, she's so irritating. She keeps getting in touch with me about the business that I'm involved in with her. I felt for Fallon. Like Helen was blank blanking her completely when she might need help. Doesn't give a shit about that. Susan kindly said, right, let's go and have a cup. Because Helen was like... Um, do you ever think about when you were in prison, like I was in prison, and wonder about the terrifying prospect of bringing up sons? And Susan went, let's go out and have a cup of tea in the sunshine and talk about this. I thought Helen would never do that the other way round. Oh, literally minutes before, she was talking about all the trouble between Brad and George and all the stress it's causing her. And she was like, OK, can we move on to the gold after we finish the yes. process of Blue, please? Yeah, and but then, what do you think about my new packaging? <laughs> if it it has to be about her, yeah, and if and it had to take Susan to say like you know let's take the load off and chill and yeah, otherwise if it was her business that had problems or she wanted to talk to Fallon about business, mm-hmm. she would be banging down the door of the tea room. Yeah, they'd have to drop everything and speak to her immediately and i've got to be honest if i mean if i had three missed calls from fallon since friday you'd be made up wouldn't you (laughs) (laughs) i'd be i'd be asking my my mobile provider why am i not getting these calls (laughs) it's like weir's dream calls from fallon isn't it Uh, did you think there was a weird bit as well with helen where she was talking to kirsty about the kissing thing and um kirsty said oh it's a nose. I thought it was a nose strings fling. And Helen went, That sounds aeronautical to me. It's like, you mental. I thought that was the dance that Jazza was forced to do at his wedding. <laughs> the nose strings fling. Yeah. <laughs> with, his, with his cast on. Oh dear, I hate Helen. Helen is awful. It's a shame she's awful because she's going through horrid coercive control abuse. But it's so hard to sympathise with her as a person. I mean, you are consistent. You didn't like her before the the initial Rob storyline. You didn't really like her during it. You don't like her now. Mm. Rob's return, we all thought it would be more explosive than this, and it hasn't been. Yeah. But it's very realistic, isn't it? Like, he was never going to come in on some, like, helicopter and snatch mm. little Gideon away and try and fly all the way back to America and come down somewhere off the coast of Ireland. I tell you what, Kerry, let's have a break. And we'll come back and see what we've got. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Kerry, I heard we had some new reviews. <gasps> we do have some new reviews. We've got three. We have got three since last week. By Jove. No, they're not by Jove. They're by three different people. <laughs> Thanks. It says, great show. Thanks for doing this. You are pitch perfect with your exoriating comments and insights and some great observations about the archers as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was from Hartington Road. Thank you. And then there was another one from Fate Committee Wannabe. It's a must listen if you like the archers. The perfect mix of fun and archers gossip. Aye, aye. All right, yeah. And the last one was on Monday by Lynn T. Loves Podcasts. And the title's very funny. I haven't missed an episode of The Archers for years. Since discovering The Cider Shed, I find myself listening in a completely different way. The observations are so funny. Now I look forward to this every week. Please keep up the good work. Yay! Like, seriously, thanks for those reviews. It makes us feel really kind of slightly warm inside like we've had a like Kerry's had a carver and I've had a sip of Havana (laughs) club and it well we know Kerry doesn't want to feel warm inside because it's very hot but (laughs) it just really helps the podcast it really helps the profile and like we're so grateful thanks guys we love Mm. reading them and uh, I'm going to start doing templates again on Instagram I had a bit of a break because I just had so much work they're coming back so we're going to immortalize you on the Instagram account uh Kerry yeah. We have a Facebook group called the Cider Shed Podcast. Yeah. I have to tell you, Gail Robinson was in touch. Do you remember Craig David chat last week? Yeah. And we talked about that song with Craig David all over your boing. There you go. You said doink last week, Carrie. You're very inconsistent. Boing. It makes a sort of, yeah. I go said on. boink. <laughs> you said doink. Uh, can you remember the name of the artist that he sang with that song? Oh, Artful Dodger. Yeah. Gail Robinson says the artful dodger, Peter Devereaux, has reinvented himself as a coffee roaster called Devereaux Roast. (gasps) He has a little coffee shop near Southampton, which has a record player and a stack of vinyl. Oh, thanks, Gail. Loved that. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, What a brilliant detail. Kate Murray got in touch to say, I listened to this week's pod while walking the dog, laughing out loud constantly. At one point, I had to stop and doubled over with laughter. The dog was most concerned. Don't know what point point that happened. I feel partly responsible. <laughs> Only 50% responsible. We have an Instagram. So, yeah, go check us out. Facebook, The Cider Shed Podcast. Come yeah. join. We have an Instagram, uh, which is at The Cider Shed Pod, which is also the handle of our Twitter, isn't it, Kerry? It is at The Cider Shed Pod on Twitter. Come along. I know Twitter was breaking this week and creaking and limiting people's access. And lots of people are saying they're going to threads and they're going to mastodon and they're going to what (laughs) they're going they're so distraught they had to go mastodon all by themselves (laughs) well to cheer themselves up (laughs) like call a nature yeah um but no we're we're on twitter we'll be on twitter till twitter dies i'm not bothering with any of the other ones thank you yeah absolutely i don't believe twitter is dying because i put out a tweet about johnny mercer oh yes I mean, he put in a career, what should be a career-ending performance on Question Time last night. He'd earlier in the week that him and his wife had decided to take on Carol Vorderman and lost. So I put out a tweet about him today and it mm. got a lot of traction. So I believe Twitter is still working perfectly. 
Oh, blowing your own little trumpet there, Matthew. Very good. I am. Um, oh, nice one. I didn't see that um, question time. I was out in Farringdon at Quality Wines eating good food. Well, there was three trending topics that were at the top of the UK last night, and it was question time, Johnny mm. Mercer, arrogant. <laughs> you hit any <laughs> of them, and it all went to him. <gasps> I, I mean, oh. I think it will actually enter the lexicon to replace nightmare like if you sat on the back of a keyboard hit control g and deleted the company's accounts they'd be like oh he's had a right johnny mercer on question time there <laughs> you know he gets fact checked in real time at one point oh i like that by the person he's lying about opposite him and fails oh. even what's her name fiona bruce points looks at him and said facts are important which is a right <laughs> yes can I say some wonderful thank yous to our wonderful Patreons, okay? Yeah. New Patreons who have joined, Penny Fletcher, Mrs. Sophie Rogers, and the wonderfully named Nimrod Pleasure Beach. Hey. Uh, not quite a double-barreled name because Pleasure Beach is all one word. You should think about, you know, <laughs> putting, a hyph- putting a hyphen in the middle, Nimrod, and maybe, you know... <laughs> 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 Things might start to happen for you, you know? You might, uh, you might enter the elite... But wonderful name. Thanks so much, guys. Mm. Like, it really, really helps. Because uh, I just realised running a podcast is actually quite expensive. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're really grateful for that. Thanks, guys. Big up the Patreons. Yeah, brilliant. And you, you probably heard a load of nonsense at the beginning of this podcast if you're a Patreon as well. So apologies for that. Kerry. <laughs> yes. Do we have any hopes for next week? Who do you want more of? Oh, this is a good question. Not Helen. Yeah, we heard from Tracy that Chelsea has eyes like an eagle. So I've just got this image now of Chelsea like hiding in trees, running down, <laughs> killing like red-legged partridges and stuff like that with blood <laughs> on her mouth and climbing oh, I, back up. I'd quite like Henry to be able to find his shin that he'd lost. <laughs> I was a bit worried was the shin pad wasn't it oh was it it's probably their his opponents that have lost their shin <laughs> uh i want more rob please yeah me too fantastic actor fantastic character yeah let's have a bit more of him yeah some drama less helen but more rob don't know quite how that can work out but that's that's my ideal oh speaking of weddings and shit are you aware of the <laughs> podcast who shat on the floor at my wedding no matthew <laughs> I've only just become aware of it and I've only heard the trailer Mm. and I'm totally hooked. And it's two women that got married. And at some point during the wedding, the wedding night, someone shat Mm. on the floor. And it's like a nine part episode where they interview, they bring people back in and interview them, trying to discover who was responsible for it. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Is it English? I think one of them sounds Australian to me, but I think it's English based. I could be wrong. Ah. Um, I only listened to the trailer. I. I was listening to it and I was I listened to the trailer and I think this is very much in the same vein. <laughs> oh, nice. I like a new podcast. It'll um, steer me away from all the true crime I listen to. Well, it, this pretty much is like a true crime. Oh, actually it is, isn't it? <laughs> the only the only quote I heard was there was a little bit in the trailer where the mum said, look, you've asked me this a million times. It's It wasn't my time of day. <laughs> Did they not have CCTV for the uh, shitting event? No, I'm, I haven't quite figured out where the shitting took place. It may have taken place in the toilet, but missed the toilet. But it sounds like it happened. In my head, it's on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. But, it's got to be somewhere but, quite prominent, hasn't it? Or just yeah. near where the cake is displayed. Or hey, I just thought that would be turder on the dance floor. <laughs> 
Is this a whole elaborate sort of build-up to that terrible no. joke? <laughs> and that podcast doesn't exist at all. It does, it does exist. Go check it out. But not in, okay. not until you've actually checked out the latest episode of The Cider Shed, which you're already listening to if you're hearing this anyway. So what the f*** am I talking about? Oh, I must do a little shout-out. My lovely colleague, Matilda, who works with me at work, her mother, Julie Lee, started listening to our podcast last week because Matilda and I were talking and her mum listened to The Archers and I went, oh, I do a podcast. She bloody loved it. It made her Hello, laugh. Julie Lee. Yeah, Julie Lee is a new listener. Uh, thank you so much for listening, Julie. Matilda is amazing. Love her very much. And uh, keep on listening and tell all your Archers friends, if you've got any, that listen to The Archers. All right. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm going to go off and uh, I've got a guest this week who is uh, Instagram influencer Goku Fluffy. <laughs> and they're staying here right now. So I'm going to go and see them. I'll post some photos of me with Goku. They have four legs, and, don't uh, they? They have four legs. Yeah. <laughs> They've got more followers than me on Instagram. <laughs> I, at the moment Goku arrived, I like looked him dead in the eye and I was like, are you going to increase my Instagram following? <laughs> yeah, well, get her all over. Is it a her or a he? Actually, I don't know. <gasps> I, have to, I have to ask. I think it's a he. I'm pretty sure it's a he. Can they boost pretty the sure side shed Instagram? Well, that's it. Yeah. Goku is going to be in our stories. Exploit the beast. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, have a lovely weekend. Got my brother coming down. Can't wait to see him. Is that the first time you've seen him since Roxy Music? It is. See, I remember everything, Kerry. Yeah. I love him very much. And he listens to our podcast and doesn't listen to The Archers. That's how mental he is. Yeah. There's a few people like that. All right, Kerry, let's get out of here. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye. What's an eggnog, then? <laughs>